Hello, hello, hello. Great and wonderful people. Great peace, great joy fills my heart and overshadows me. It's not always a joy, but an honor to serve my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. Whosoever desires to be great among you, let him be your servant. I continue to say, God is all that there is. God is all that there is. He's so close to us than our breath and nearer to us than our hands and feet. It is in him we live and move and have our being. I continue to heal the world from negativity and all sorts. I radiate peace, love, and light to all. It is Tuesday, July 5th, 2022, in my world in Ontario, Canada. My world is always full of joyous activities, unbroken progress, and great expectancy. I create my own realities. All of it, not some of it. All of it. I live my life from within to the without. I am in the world. I am not of the world at all. I work with my intuitions only. That is a still small voice of God. I'm a lady of gratitude. Thus, let the whole world join me to say, Thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. Finally, the enlightenment, truth, and light has reached my beloved continent, Africa. I love my people. I love them dearly. Africa is no longer a dark continent. We found the truth, and we are practicing the truth in every nook and corner of our lives. I see it in my imagination all the time, and I'm very much aware that if I can see it in my mind, ah, I can definitely hold it in my hands. It's just so wonderful, amazing, and beautiful. I'm very much aware that if I can see it in my mind, I can definitely hold it in my hands. It's just so wonderful, amazing, and beautiful. My dearly beloved, let us imagine in our minds that we are friends sitting in a garden, perhaps the Garden of Eden, admiring God's beauty and nature as God works through me to talk to you on the, on, on the topic. I love beauty. It ignites the light in me. You have your own self to blame if you don't take lessons from the from today's topic. So the topic for today is ego must die. Ego must die. Ego must die. That's all. Ego must die. And our text is taken from Galatians 5.16. And it says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you not gratify the desires of the flesh. Walk by the spirit and you not gratify the desires of the flesh. That can be found in Galatians 5 16 and Matthew 20 verse 26. Matthew 20 verse 26. Yeah. Matthew chapter 20 verse 26. It says, Yet it shall not be among you. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to be great among you, let him be your servant. Whosoever desires to be Come great among you. Let him be your servant. Okay, so you may ask, and I've given you the topic already. So you may ask me the question, why must ego die? And my response to you and any other individual can, is that without ego dying, you cannot enter into the fifth dimension. Moreover, the goal of every individual is that one must strive to achieve the soul merging with the higher self to be god realized but the ego is so strong and it's a blockade so it's always a blockade so it's very important to expose humanity to what the ego is so humanity can become aware again without ego dying ascension into the fifth dimension cannot be assured at all in simple terms the higher self is a work of the spirit 
in simple terms, the higher self is a work of the spirit, which is joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, etc. And the ego is a work of the flesh. And we all know the works of the flesh, which are sexual immorality, impurity, strife, jealousy, anger, envy, envy, and all that can be found in the book of Galatians. You can find all these in the book of Galatians, and you can read it at your own time. So a human being is controlled either by the ego or the higher self. But the ego is so strong, it is likened to a film or a shield of energy that works constantly to keep the power and light of the higher self from penetrating the lower mind and bodies. It's often connected to the forces of darkness that greatly influences the decision that individual would take or will make. The ego is aligned with the three bodies, physical, mental, and emotional bodies, and enjoys, the, uh, enjoys ruling the human being. It's like a detector. It does not welcome competition at all. It plays games and tricks on the individual to keep the position of power, even though the individual constantly experiences pain, disappointment, frustration, humiliation, and all sorts, the individual is prepared to go with the ego. The ego is very clever and skillful. It understands every weakness and strength within a person and is out to win the battle of control. Regardless, the ego uses tactics or games to prevent the soul from merging to prevent the soul from merging with the higher self. The ego knows not achieving this causes pain and delays. The ego cannot attain the harmony and peace long within. Okay? The ego knows not achieving this causes pain. Not you, 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 Your soul not merging with your higher self. It causes pain and delay. And the ego cannot attain the harmony and peace one is looking for. So it plays games and tricks on the individual all the time. So it's very important we become aware and know where we stand. Children of the light, be awakened to the truth that ego works to rule and reign the lower kingdom of which the individual is a kingdom. Once this is understood, the question then becomes, whom do you serve, God or mammon? Whom do you serve, God or mammon? Whom do you serve, God or man? Whom do you trust, God or mammon? Whom do you trust, God or man? God or man? Whom do you trust, God or man? If you wish to free the lower self from pain, suffering, frustration, disappointment, anguish, and all that, there's only one choice. You must merge with the higher self to accomplish this. Each soul must choose freedom for the process to begin. But always, choice is yours. The choice is yours. So emotions like grudges, bitterness, hate, jealousy, um, spite, bitterness are all the works of the flesh. And it's related, vibrates on a lower frequency. And it keeps one from realizing the full potentials, limitless possibilities and power. It keeps you from realizing who you are. When you harbor all these negative emotions, the ego controls the dark side of humanity. It listens to anything that gives that justification why the person should continue to hold on to lower feelings. For remember, the ego chances of ruling is to keep the individual trapped in the middle of the five senses or trapped 
in the middle of the five senses or in the lower kingdoms. So when the ego listens and obeys the lower directions or directives, it convinces the mind to do the same. So and the individual vibration stays low because vibration are directed by one state of mind, maintaining a low frequency, assures the person assures that the person remains in the kingdom of the ego. The e ego, yeah. The ego plays on the individual. The victory is accompanied by the ups and downs after depression, frustration, and all sorts. But the good, but all is good because it is chosen. When the individual chooses what he or she wants, then victory is assured. So when the individual chooses not to hold on to the feelings of any uh, lower frequencies any longer and begins to rise above them, even though it used to behave like that in the past, the vibration frequency of the soul is raised. The, this causes a consciousness shift, choosing to let go of the past habits and pattern begins in the mind. The path to the freedom is the path to freedom is choice. So freedom starts to control the mental and emotional bodies. Freedom, it starts to control the mental and emotional bodies and to follow a higher path rather than follow a path which the ego wishes. So once the choice is made to control the mental and emotional bodies rather than the mental and emotional bodies controlling you, a new world emerges and hope springs from the and hope springs forth like the lilies in the spring. This moment of decision, whereby the person is united with an old friend, the higher self who quietly instructs the, another way to live, the statement for internal life and entry into the fifth dimension is ego is dead. Ego is dead. So when presented with new information or asked to accept information unconditionally, it is advisable to take a moment of breath, take a deep breath, and find out whether the message resonates within, resonates with your intuitions. If the vibration of the fear is present, then know the information was delivered by the lower forms of the ego. And the intention is to keep you trapped in the middle of your five senses of the lower kingdom. So don't give in. All is vibration, my dear. All is vibration. Anything that has fear in it, it's coming from the lower kingdom. And that is the ego. So don't give, don't give it power. So in God's universe, there's only one law, one love. Out of this law comes oneness and unity, but not separation and fear. At every moment, check yourself to see whether you are emitting the right frequency. You're on the right vibrational frequency. Because we are vibrational beings, my dear. You either know this truth or you don't know. You are aware of this truth or you are not aware. You believe it or you don't believe it. But it's the truth. This is so and it is the truth. So it is the ego that makes it difficult to forgive. Forgiveness means letting go of the past grievances or actions. Letting go. Forgiveness. Letting go of the past grievances or actions. Ability to do this easily shows the spiritual growth of the individual. So when an individual clings to old heads or wounds, one is destined to repeat the problem of the past. It is through the letting go that you can see your enemies as your best friends. For without these challenges to overcome, how would you have earned mastery? So let go of the hatred, grudges, bitterness, anger, 
and all sorts and say thank you for the lessons and opportunities they bring and raise your soul's vibrational frequency into the light. Then love your enemy or your opponent or the one who gave you that pain for making you a master you are today. See your greatest enemy to be your greatest friend and rejoice that you've been sent such powerful teachers that shall deliver, that, all that have delivered you unto the Lord. That is it. This is the truth of life. So only you can harm yourself, dear children of the light. Only you can harm yourself, dear children of the light. No deed of another can harm you unless you give your power away. So if you surpass all limitation and rise above all illusions, you will know you give no power. You will not give your power away and the light shall protect and save you. There's a lesson you have to learn and let the pain bless you. This is so and it is the truth. I've tried it and it works. That is why I offer it to you from the bottom of my heart. When one cannot master forgiveness, the reality is that the individual holds power over the soul by keeping it vibrating at a low level. This continues as long as the individual holds on to that state of mind that blocks him or her from seeing through the illusion. Therefore, the one who trespasses against the other continues to hold the soul in bondage as long as the victim allows this to happen. Of course, this pleases the ego immensely. And I don't think that is what you want. Do you? The person that has hurt you greatly, you claim has hurt you greatly. The person is holding you in bondage. Is that what you want? I don't think so. Or maybe do you? It's a choice you have to make. Ego must die. Ego must die before ascension into the fifth dimension. It's assured. Ego must die. The main reason for being in shelter was to kill my ego. The main reason for being in shelter was to kill my ego. Indeed, the things of the spirit are foolishness to people who are not of the spirit. Are, 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 who are not of the spirit? There's hell on, on earth, and that is a place called shelter. Those of you on the African continent, um, please Google what shelter is. But shelter is a place for poor people where the government takes care of them. That's all I can say for now. And it takes grace and courage to live there. Nobody wants to go there. But you have no choice. And the whole experience of being in shelter humbled me. It made me to learn my lessons quickly and be more appreciative of life by saying thank you for the even the little I have and to argue from a higher point of view. Shelter is a place you don't want people to know you've even been there. But in my case, the universe wanted my family and I to go there to learn lessons and we couldn't run away. We had no families we could run to. We had to dutifully obey. So I went to shelter to learn lessons and I learned my lessons quickly because I wanted to get out from there. In shelter, even though a lot of things happened, I minded my own business and observed a lot. I kept on following instructions from the universe, following my purpose, serving humanity, including sons and daughters of Africa. It was in shelter my husband and I solved numerous problems for, our, for humanity, including our people. So minding my business, learning my lessons, and serving humanity, I was shocked when government workers uh, told lies and dishonest report about me and that hurts me greatly i'm an easy peasy lady i let things die easily and let things go quickly 
I don't hold grudges and hate at all because I know what such negative emotions can do to an individual. To me, I close my mind to things. To me, everyone is good and I look for the good in everyone I work with. I always look, overlook people's bad behavior and give excuses for bad behavior. People's bad behavior. I don't allow petty things of life to disturb me at all. I do, I do all that so that I don't sink into lower frequencies. It takes a lot of energy and work to be on a straight line. So I deliberately choose not to give my power away easily, cheaply, and foolishly. So I'm always overlooking issues and having excuses for everything. However, if a government worker, if government workers says things about me that aren't true, then it's a problem. I'm a principled lady. I believe in the principles, the principle of honesty, but none for dishonesty. A principle for truth, none for lies or falsehood. I expect government workers to state their truths and facts, but not lie to make their cases look good. There are serious consequences, serious consequences for that. I believe in the law of karma, action and reaction. So in, the, in, in this case, a lot of lies and dishonest report was said and written about me. That hurts me greatly and I had to address it. I didn't fight my battles myself. I argued my case before the universe and the angelic kingdom fought my battles for me. Like I said in my previous topic, I leave it to the one who is stronger, the omnipotent within me or whatever you may call this, you may call God in your local language to fight my battles for me. I condemn the government and CAS workers and people's attitudes, but not their personalities. As a citizen of the universe, I'm very much aware of the likes and dislikes of the universe. Thus, I know better and I do better. My mentor, Maya Angelou, taught me that. She said, if you know better, you do better. So I ran a mental movie in my mind. I played a plaintiff. Then make the universe my rightful judge and make the government and CS workers the de my defendants. In short, the universe vindicated me. It was all mediocrity attacking excellence at my stay in shelter. The place is never a nice place to be, especially given a discharge letter too. I've been through a lot. Can you imagine? Left with only two hours to pick your children from school, including your special needs daughter, and you, you have nowhere to go in winter. And my heart was beating very fast. Nobody will accept me, with the reason being that shelter is a short term short -term stay. Can you imagine? Shelter is a short short term stay. That is what they say. Shelter is a short term stay. I had overlived. So the reason that I was given a discharge letter was I had overlived my stay in shelter so they wouldn't take me anymore and I've been given a discharge letter and I have two hours to pick my children from school including my special niece um, daughter that they claimed it, it, it was a lot. Nobody would listen to me with all, several, with all the several pleas in my case. It was after meeting with the authorities that I was given a um, I was given a discharge letter. Shelter a place I don't like, yet I've been given a discharge letter, which means I have to sleep on the street with my family and my luggage all around me and other things. It was very unbearable. It was very excruciating. It was as if the whole world was caving and crashing on me. 
giving of discharge letters is the most demoral demoralizing emotional draining experience or excruciating pain a human being has to go through if one hasn't gone through one argues from the head but one needs to go through to argue from the heart it should be abolished immediately it doesn't depict the glory and the presence of god at all whatever the reasons authorities come up with regardless a place to lay your head and eat shouldn't be a problem in a developed country at all that is why immigrants come here they come for a better life so what are they saying it is God that lives in every human being, and the soul of a human being can no longer be dis disrespected. Can no longer be disrespected at all. What moral justification has an individual got to throw people on the street and yet go home to sleep on the same bed? We are all equal and we are all one, breathing from the same source. Regardless, it is the Spirit of God that lives in a homeless person and the important person in the society the so-called manager or the worker there are serious consequences for that for ignoring this truth so let us allow the spirit to reign us to reign to reign and rule but not our egos and it will make it will make a huge difference in our lives the ego is reigning when the ego is reigning and ruling ruling you don't even see you are hurting and wounding your fellow human being. You justify the unjustifiable. So in my excruciating pain, God was also talking to me through my intuitions that I, I, I don't have to sleep on the street. It is not cool for me to sleep on the street with my family. So in this moment, I don't use bad words or talk in the negativity or have negativity against authorities who did me so bad. Because if I do that, I can't hear the so small voice of God. And that can be also, it, it, it's painful. No, it can be. It's very painful. But I, in my case, I use the truth. So I thank God I heard it. So I talked like Job in this excruciating pain and said, even though he slayed me, I will argue my case before him. In all, I thank God the right attitude and mindset. That is why I always tell people, it is not a problem that is a problem, but an attitude to the problem that counts. So in this case, even though I was going through so much pain, in all, I thank God for the difficulty because it could have been worse. It could have been worse. And then a higher power comes to rescue my family and I. Indeed, the subconscious mind comes to rescue to, to, to your rescue in your dying moment. God works through people. Get it right. God works through people. And this incident happened on December 11, 2017, in winter after a meeting. The price one has to pay in fulfilling the desires of the soul can be very huge. But if one is not scared and goes through, there's victory assured. In the darkest moment, in your darkest moment, the universe of God is always whispering or talking to you for the next step to stay and if you don't hear it it can be very excruciating so i have to be calm to hear the still small voice of god in fact my family and i were saved by a principal of a school his name is mr jose garen and his team he doesn't know that i am even mentioning his name but i have to mr jose and uh, Josiah Garin, yeah. 
and his team. We were saved by them. There was another incident where my family was saved. The, the universe always saves the Mensa family. There was another incident where my family was saved. The owner of Mohawk Inn, her name is Mrs. Bridget Sulina, just loved our family, just the way Mr. Garin and his staff did. She met us in October 2017 in the kitchen at Mohawk Inn and she took interest in our family. At Christmas, December 2017, Bridget and her staff also gave us a lot of Christmas presents, gift cards, offered us fireplaces and naturally separated my custom-made husband, Emmanuel Mensah, and I from my girls for almost eight weeks for free. We told her we were writing books as a result. We were having meetings with publishers and people around the globe. And sometimes it was a challenge to get a place to sit. She gave us a conference room for free as well. And Bridget, Mrs. Sulena, she did something that hit and touched me greatly. In fact, it was as a, that experience, my perspective of life and views on things changed completely. The staff communicated to me on December 23rd. Um, yeah, 23rd, 2017, that everybody was going to go for Christmas, but it would just be a family and another resident in the building. However, Bridget will be coming to spend the Christmas Eve, that is December 24th, with her family, in order for her family not to feel lonely on Christmas Day in the building. She actually came that day, and we took pictures with her. Bridget didn't realize, and I didn't tell her too. I had a revelation from the universe to observe her and learn from her. And learn from her the way she service um, and learn from her. And I must say, her calmness, service to her clients, kindness, good heart, and composure is very admirable and worthy to emulate. I, I wasn't like that at all. I had to learn. So when the Bible says, go to the ant and learn its ways and be wise, I had to, on my spiritual journey, I had to learn a lot from her. And I had to throw away all my old self so that God can work through me. Bridget was very serviceable to her client. It was very kind of her to go above and beyond to drive some of the residents in her car to pick up groceries and also help in any way she could. I learned a lot from Bridget and intelligently and intentionally worked on myself to be who I am today. I am an epitome of the wisdom of James Allen, that a human being is not already made, but self-made. I consciously chose to work on myself to become the lady I am today, from whom I used to be six years ago. I consciously chose to regenerate my soul from all mental impurities, junks, and negative emotions. I had to and continue to make responsible responsible choices. So now, in the light of universal principles and laws, I do everything mentally, but not with my physical strength. As an African child growing up, I went through a lot. So for me, the only thing I knew about life was to use my mouth and to fight physically. I realized, I now realized that thing doesn't help at all. I learned something sweet from Bridget. I never had the opportunity to meet the husband, but Bridget never failed to acknowledge her husband whenever my husband and I talked to her. I love marriage, so when I see her doing that, I love it. I, I love it. I love it. 
As a matter of fact, on, on a spiritual journey, I learned the lessons I was supposed to learn and passed the test. Hence, our family was rewarded by the universe. The reward we received was Mohawk in waving off our debt. If I had failed the test, the test would have come 10 times stronger to give me a kick to learn the lessons I needed to learn. Whenever, when we lived, when we let Mohawk in, we went back and told the receptionist that we wanted to pay our final bill, which we will come and pay later. But he told us we didn't owe anything. We told him we had been behind the payment since January 16, 2018. But he told us that the management waved off, waved off our bill. Of almost, waved off our bill. Can you imagine? Wow, that was a huge relief and another manifestation from the universe. We told our children and our hearts were so grateful to God in the song by, by Matt Redman, Bless the Lord, O oh My Soul. And I always sing this song. It is just a five of us in Canada. Just myself and my husband and my three girls, my three jewels. We don't attract what we want, but who we are. The kindness from Bridget. It's always, this kindness of Bridget, it's always fresh in my memory. We have so many manifestations from the universe. Whenever our spiritual journey became challenging, through our spiritual exercises, affirmation, gratitude journals, and all that we do. In all, quietness, centeredness, calmness, controlling our two most weakest bodies has been our strength, guidance, and power. I passed all my tests of initiation. Even though it was scary, I'm mentally, I'm mentally strong and I'm the lady I was born to be because of the number of battles I have conquered. My inspiration came from many quotes, but um, these two hours fresh in my memory, in my memory, and it's from one is from George Bernard Shaw. It says, "A human being is like a brick. When burning, you become tougher." And the other one is from Summer Smiles. It says, "The battle of life, in most cases, is fought uphill, and to win it without a struggle, where perhaps is to win it without." Anna, if there were no difficulties, there would be no success. If there was nothing to struggle for, there would be nothing to be achieved. So, this were the many quotes I used to... These two quotes was, was, was a game changer in my life. So, in my right frame of mind, I thank God. I thank God for all who gave me this excruciating pain. I did not be in this excruciating pain. How would I have learned my lessons? How would I have been a better version of myself? How would I have known that subconscious mind comes in my dying moment? How would I have self-realized? How would I have been a way shower? How would I have become a master to be a way shower to humanity? I'm very much aware. It all happened not to me, but for me, for the glory of God to be seen in my life. Mr. Jose Garin. And, Mr. and Mrs. Bridget Sulina knows what service is. And this verse really describes it. Matthew chapter 20, verse 26. It says, Yes, it shall not be so among you, but whosoever desires to be great among you, let him be your servant. My husband and I used to observe Mr. Jose Garin a lot when we drop our kids at school. He'll come to the car park to help in any way he can, especially with the children. And we learned that as Africans growing up and up until now, our leaders want to be set and lure it on others. They forget that it's the Spirit of God that leads in, 
in the in the individuals in these people they called made servants slaves and all that that's the divinity in a human being ought to be respected they don't they don't know that so for us it was a great eye opener seeing that we continue to always bless mr joseph my husband and i my custom made husband Igil Emmanuel Mensa and I we continue to bless Mr. Jose Garin, Mrs. Bridget Stulina, their families and their handiworks. We wish them long life and prosperity, even though it has been a very long time since 2017 and 18. Yeah. Both of them, even even though they don't know that I've mentioned their names, I work with my intuitions and I love them. I love these individuals very much. And if somebody does something very huge for you, you can never forget it. And I can never forget it. There are good people in the communities who should be recognized. Mr. and Mrs. Sulina, Mr. Jose Garin and his team are example of such people in, in our community. All these individuals have killed their egos. They go above and beyond their duties to do so much. I believe humanity has a lot to learn from these individuals. I always pray to God to open my mental and spiritual eyes to have families in need too. I, will, I always tell my ego to be an observer and not to interrupt or intrude in any of my business or life endeavors so that with, I can see clearly and help people and not justify the unjustifiable. Many have asked me, what is the benefit of changing their thoughts? And what comes to me is that what is the benefit for these individuals to change their thoughts if they don't understand the theoretical foundation of what they are doing? Are they doing it to please me? I always caution people not to please me at all. I'm not a source. I lead, guide, and support people to the source. I have a job description I work with. As for me, I'm full. Because of the number of battles, I've been through hell and I'm back. I've been through, I've, I was dead and I was, I've risen. So don't, I, I, I'm full with the number of battles that I've conquered. So I, I can encourage you to be like me, but don't put your trust in me. Put your trust in the omnipotent God because I'm a human being. My mindset is, we are alive to meet difficulties, frustration, disappointment, and all sorts. So face them squarely or head on, but don't run away from them. No. And the joy is overcoming. The ego keeps us trapped in the mayor of the five senses. So we are not able to think clearly and to take a rightful place in the universe. As a marriage coach, I have seen and observed that the thing that gives birth to a lot of divorces and yeah, a lot of divorce cases in our communities is people's ego, ego or whatever. Most of the time, both of them at each, most married couples are, are, they are at each other's throat. I take my time and to explain how they, to, to them, how their mind works and how both of them are allowing their egos to rule and reign them. And bring and bringing past issues. How bringing past issues into the present? It's not good, and it's all the work of the ego. Explaining how the ego works has helped me a lot 
many understand and say they never thought of it that way. They eventually back down, then decide to look at things in a different way from a higher perspective, knowing how the ego works, not by my strength or but a higher power that works through me. I've saved a lot of marriages, thinking who were thinking of divorcing. Yeah, who were thinking of divorcing. Be safe too and allow your higher self to reign and rule you, but not your ego. Because the ego is not good at all. I'd heard the word of ego, but I didn't know the hard work it causes at all until Dr. Norma Manolovich and Dr. Shelley D. McKeown exposed me to the truth about it. The teachings on the ego was a great eye-opener for me. That is why I'm a wage what humanity. I want humanity to catch it too. And I'm glad. I'll be most grateful that you catch it too. And let your higher self always reign and, reign and rule you, not the ego. This is the most exciting time to be alive. If an individual understands all that is going on in our world, be sincerely blessed and enlightened by the topic, ego must die. Ego must die. Ego must die. Because without ego dying, ascension into the fifth dimension cannot be assured. The book of Proverbs says, In all are getting, let us get understanding. Time to leave the garden, my friend. Please think, 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 and make your own decision after this topic. So the new consciousness for the 21st century is the determination to redefine everyone, to redefine his or her own destiny to conquer the world. This is a time. The time has come. And now is the art that the 21st century, in this 21st century, everyone has to worship God in truth and in spirit. That is our awakening to the truth that the power to do anything and to be is within us, not outside us. That every soul was created in the image and likeness of God. Each and every one of us is on earth to add his or her contribution to the world, to make the world a better place. No human being was shortchanged at birth. No, nobody was shortchanged at birth. There's no photocopy or carbon copy of you. You are a unique individual and you are full of limitless possibilities or potentials. It is your sole responsibility or job to bring, out, to bring it out by connecting with the power within you. The, this power is the very breath of your own life, which keeps you alive and keeps everything in order. There are no more excuses, pointing fingers at others and indulging in blame games. For anyone in the 21st century, we keep on wasting time and we cannot afford to do that anymore and live in ignorance about universal laws and principles. Everything is now, my dear. Everything is now. It is time for change. As a child of God and a citizen of the universe, I invite all, especially those who believe in the law of divine oneness and diversity, as we march majestically for the creation of a new Africa and the new black race, I imagine in my mind, and we say it all together, 
our collective prayer and slogan. And our collective prayer goes like, and God shall wipe away all the pain, suffering, and disappointment from the face of Africa and all the black communities in the diaspora through the collective efforts of all of us. There will be no more poverty, no more lack, no more wars, no more diseases, no more underdevelopment, no more street violence, no more armed robberies, gang crime, drug culture in all black communities, both in the com- in the continent both on the continent and in the diaspora. The former Africa and the former black race have passed away at the appearance of a new Africa and a new black race. We now know the truth and we are all sorry to take a rightful place in the universe. It is wonderful. And our slogan goes, one people, one continent, one race, one destiny. In Africa, when the citizens begin to think clearly and realize that they cannot kill their fellow human beings for ritual purposes, for money, then Africa will no longer be referred to as the dark continent. This is a time in the 21st century that every African has to consciously unthink all the negative thoughts that have been embedded in our racial subconscious mind to clean and clear the mind, to invent, innovate, and bring forth ideas that will move the human evolution forward. What thoughts have implanted in us, the say in our subconscious mind, what thoughts have implanted in our subconscious minds, in our subconscious mind, that's in our minds, the same thoughts can uproot. What thoughts have implanted in our subconscious minds, the same thoughts can uproot. We, we want a group of Africans to form the critical mass to redefine our continent. So together we will all think big and do great things. This is a time to free the African from the mental bondage, shackles, and all sorts of negativity and expose them to the real source and location of power to invent and innovate to move the evolution forward. The location of power is not in chaps, amulets, under the bed, waste, and all sorts. The African has been disappointed for far too long. It is time to give power to every African as within, so without. As in heaven, so on earth, as above, so on, as above, so below, as within, so without, as in heaven, so on earth, as above, so below, as it stands now. Africans are stalling the evolution process and it has to stop. If you look at Africa right now, it is all inhabited by black people. Our continent is not a diverse continent at all and it doesn't depict the glory and the presence of God. Diversity is a strength of a nation. Every enlightened person knows and believes what diversity is and knows what I'm talking about. We have to clean and clear our environment and surroundings from all fields and change our mindset first and invite all to come and taste of the goodness of God in our lives. When the carnal mind says it cannot be done, or this is impossible, or what are you talking about, this is too much. The mind with a vivid and clear imagination says, it's already done. Thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. It is done. Philippians 2.13, it says, For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do his own good pleasure. I am the co-founder of Eagle Mentality Group at EMG. We dedicate ourselves for the teaching and propagation of the subconscious mind. We also believe in diversity. As diversity is the strength of a nation, we accept the both the rich and the poor, the educated and the uneducated, the downtrodden, the ordinary, the have-not, the homeless, and everyone to create a new Africa 
based on the subconscious mind principles and universal laws. This is Sigil Helen Mensa. Again, I'm a child of God and a citizen of the universe. A citizen of the universe. Wish what my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. I love, I give love to humanity. And it comes back to me, not only in million folds, but in billion folds. I wish you all that I wish for myself and all the blessings in the universe, such as joy in your soul, perfect peace that passes all understanding, good health, abundance, and much more. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you kindly.